Let's look at the Arizona Fall League's Hitter of the Week, the Pitcher of the Week, check it on some of the top prospects, and look at the first ever Arizona Fall League Home Run Derby coming this Saturday. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer and podcaster. Thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And as we do on Thursdays, we've got Hitter of the Week, we've got Pitcher of the Week, and a lot of updates from the Arizona Fall League. Stop me if you've heard this before, but Edward Julian of the Twins is good at getting on base. 2019 18th rounder out of Auburn is this week's hitter of the week. So listen, if you remember last week's show, he finished the week with two home runs. He started the next week with another two home run game. So 7 of 18 with two home runs and four extra base hits, 16 total RBIs. So slash line for the week, 389, 522, 833. For the Arizona Fall League for the year, 16 games for Edward Julian, playing second base, 364, 521, 673. He leads the entire Fall League in OPS with an 1194, and he's one walk away from leading the Fall League in walks. We call him the Canadian prospect god of walks for a reason, people. Edward Julian has reached base Every single game he has played in the Arizona Fall League. He is, to my knowledge, the only player in the Fall League that has gotten on base in every single game. So, I mean, obviously, this is kind of a big deal, right? Edward Julian, not the first time that he's won this. And so, when you're looking at next year, you know that Edward Julian spent all year in AA, okay? And it's his progression has been a little bit slower because it took some time to figure out defensively where he was going to play. They tried him in the outfield, left field. They tried him at third. They tried him, they split a bit of time at first. His defense is good enough where they could move him off of first. So second base is where he's been living, played there all season in double A. And in double A in the Texas League, he's been 113 games this year. It's the only level he was in. 300, 441 on base, 490 slugging. Hit 17 home runs, 41 extra base hits. And despite not being incredibly fast, was 19 to 26 on stolen bases. Uh, You know, 125 strikeouts to 98 walks. So struck out more than once a game. You know, we're looking for, ideally we want that to be right around once a game. But walked almost once a game giving him one of the highest on-base percentages in the entire minor leagues. When you look at the projected opening day roster for the 2023 Minnesota Twins, obviously you subtract Carlos Correa. He's opted out of his deal. You've got, you know, as of right now, it looks like Jorge Polanco is probably your starting shortstop. Nick Gordon is probably your starting second baseman. I feel very confident that you're going to see Edward Julian moved to AAA to start next year. 
and he's going to be banging on the door of the big leagues, in my mind, by midseason, given what he's done at the minor league level. Assuming that somebody, like if somebody gets hurt, obviously very easy to go ahead and slot him in at second. Uh, if not, there there's going to be a way they're they're going to try to get his bat into the lineup, uh, just simply because this man can get on base. He can get on base reliably. He can get on base consistently, and it's something where, I mean, he he not only does he get on get on base, but he very rarely makes the big mistake at the plate to hurt your team. Seven double plays all of 2022. He grounded into seven double plays. And so, absolutely, I mean, sees four and a half pitches per plate appearance. Definitely a situation where Edward Julian can make your offense better. And I think at this point, he's very close to being able to make his debut. We've seen a lot of teams, uh, Cardinals are one that come to mind, that the Arizona Fall League is like the finishing school for their prospects. So I expect to see Edward Julian in the big leagues sooner rather than later. Pitcher of the week. Evan Reifert of the race. So he was drafted in 2018 in the 30th round by the Rangers. Skipped that, went to college, was at a junior college, transferred to Central Missouri, entered the draft in 2020. Kind of a bad time to enter the draft. Five rounds, obviously. Undrafted free agent by the Brewers. Um, Got the maximum deal that you can get. You can only get like 20 grand in 2020 was traded in 2021 to the Rays for third baseman Mike Brousseau. And so, was kind of seen as a developmental prospect. Fastball sits about 95 or so, kind of average. Sliders plus, but he had some control issues earlier in his career that you kind of wanted to get straightened out. So, for his career, 68 games in the minors, All in relief, 305 ERA, 97 and a third innings, 165 strikeouts. So the stuff is there. 56 walks. The control isn't always there. But in 2022, he threw 37 and a third innings, 20 walks to 62 strikeouts. Allowed a batting average against of 191. And so, like, looks like a piece that can definitely help out in a big league bullpen uh, once you get those walks completely under control. To to earn the pitcher of the week, he went three and two-thirds innings across two separate stints, uh, two separate outings, eight strikeouts, four walks, no hits allowed. In the Arizona Fall League so far, since he's been there, nine and two-thirds innings, zero hits allowed has not given up a hit in the equivalent of an entire nine-inning game. 20 strikeouts to... So, he's got stuff, obviously. He can prevent base runners. He can not allow guys to make hard contact. With Evan Reifert, it's simply a matter of polishing out some of that control so that he's not walking as much. Right now, you're probably looking at a, a middle relief to long relief guy simply because he can't have the walks in the back end of your bullpen. But he absolutely has big league quality stuff. It's just a matter of, can we bring the walks in enough for it to play at the big league level? In just a minute, I want to get to some of the top prospects, uh, including a couple guys we've talked about, and one of my picks for breakout rookie 
of 2023. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. If you've looked into like securing your home with home security, but you've been putting it off, this is the ad of the week for you. Uh, Locked on MLB Prospects listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. It's the biggest offer of the year. You're not going to want to miss it. Here's what I love about Simply Safe. When you go online, and this is obviously going to be simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB, you go in to build your system. They're giving you 50% off of that system, but it starts off, here's a base station, which is required. Here is a keypad that you use to arm and disarm. And then from there, you choose exactly what you need. You can get door sensors, window sensors. You can get front door cameras. You can get in, uh, uh, interior or exterior cameras. You can get glass break sensors, smoke detectors, water sensors. You can get smart locks. There is just a ton of things that you can do for your system. Maybe you know that you have kids and you don't want your kids to run in the house before you can get to the keypad and disarm the alarm. You can get a key fob, stick it in your car, and you can disarm the alarm from your garage, from your parking space, from your driveway. Maybe you know that you have a hot water heater that uh, has been prone to leaking or you've had water leaks in the past and you want that reassurances. You can get a water leak sensor that will... Um, activate and trigger when something happens. Maybe you want the ability to, you have a larger house or you have a multi-story house and you want to make sure that everybody can hear the alarm if it goes off. You can buy extra alarms or panic buttons to put in your house or outside of your house so that people know what's happening. And the best part is if you ever move or if you ever want to change the system, you can always add in components. You can remove components. You can Take them down and move them to a new location whenever you want. So uh, there's a reason Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third consecutive year. Simply Safe professional monitoring agents who will work 24/7 use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that threats are real, so you can get priority police response. And so. This is the best way to have that peace of mind when you are at home. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I would recommend. Get 50% off of a new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. Again, this is the biggest discount of the year, so do not wait. Simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Okay, looking at some of the top prospects. Some of these guys we've talked about before. Um, Third baseman slash outfielder Jordan Walker of the Cardinals. 17 games in the fall league. 290, 361, 597. Five home runs, nine extra base hits. He's got 14 RBIs, seven walks to 21 strikeouts, and two or three on stolen bases. So the strikeouts are higher than expected. I'll give you that. I didn't see Jordan Walker having 21 strikeouts in the Arizona Fall League. But he's looked very good in outfield. uh, And he's been comfortable enough and smooth enough in the outfield where they've actually been able to play him a bit in center. Now, I still expect him to be a corner outfielder when he's in St. Louis. But it shows how good his defense has progressed in the outfield and how comfortable he is that they can put him in center in the Arizona Fall League. 
The reason I wanted to make sure that I brought this up is, one, I think Jordan Walker is going to explode next year because he's not going to be asked to carry that lineup. You've got Nolan Arenado. You've got Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, he's not going to be asked to be the driver of that lineup on offense, and so he's got time to ease into the pro game. But also, I think he's going to spend a lot of the year in St. Louis. Look at who St. Louis sent to the Arizona Fall League last year. They sent eight guys, I mean, and some big names. Brendan Donovan, we had him on our all-rookie team. Nolan Gorman played, you know, had to move him, obviously, from first and third to second. Uh, Defensive little questions, but offensively, the bat is totally there. Juan Yepes, who played infield and outfield. Um, Even, you know, even some pitchers, Zach Thompson, Jake Walsh. Every single guy that they sent to the Arizona Fall League last year appeared at the big league level in 2022. And so like it is very clear that the St. Louis Cardinals view the Arizona Fall League as like prospect graduate school. This is the last challenge before we put you in the bigs. So I expect Jordan Walker, if not on opening day, then sometime pretty quickly to get called up to the big league level. And I expect him to be able to impact games almost immediately with that powerful bat uh, and with his strong arm and better-than-expected defense in right field. Uh, Colorado's outfielder Zach Veen has had himself a game or a, a, a season in the Arizona Fall League. So he struggled in Double A R Hartford to end the year last year. He got, I think, about 35 games Batted 177, 262, 234. Hit one home run, five extra base hits, and kind of struggled. Five of 10 on stolen bases. But high A Spokane at age 20 and 92 games last year. 269, 368, 439, 11 home runs, 33 extra base hits, 50 of 54 on stolen bases. Kid can run. Uh, in the fall league so far, over 17 games, 348, 450, 439, one home run, four extra base hit. He's collected 10 RBIs, 11 walks to six strikeouts, and he leads the Arizona Fall League 14 to 16 on stolen bases. So here's the thing about Zach Veen. One, the power is real. I've got him as like a 60 grade raw power. I think he's probably a 30 home run guy. In the bigs, he's also like 6'5", 200. So he's, if, if you watch him, which I've got a chance to watch a couple of fall league games and seen him play, he physically has a little more development left to do. So you're not looking at a 2023 guy. I'd put a 2024 ETA on them. I expect him to, to come up and move from, like, go back to double A in 23, double A to triple A. And if he absolutely rakes, you may see him at the big league level late in the year in Colorado, but I've got him as a 2024 guy. Speed isn't anything better than average or maybe above average, but he's incredibly aggressive on the base paths. And it's not recklessly aggressive. His Having a great internal clock, understanding what a pitcher is trying to do, understanding the timing of the the delivery to the plate and when he can go and seizing the opportunity. Fantastic reaction times on the base paths. And so 
to go along with like just it's, it's just a great innate understanding of the game. You see it in his defense too. He, despite having uh, average speed, he's got plus defense because he has long strides and he gets very good jumps because he gets very good reads off the bat. So uh, we've been calling him a five-tool player. The speed isn't what you normally would consider to be a plus tool, but he uses it well, and it's effective for him. The arm is probably his weakest tool, but same thing. It's playable enough in left and right both, and part of that comes into how well he sets himself and how well he gets into his throws and gets into his plays, whether it's charging the ball, his initial reads, routes, reactions, that stuff. So, love what I've seen from Zach being in the Arizona Fall League. Again, still waiting on the power to fully come in, but think he's going to be an impact outfielder in 2024. Got a chance to see a few pitchers that have that did not get to pitch in the college season. So, Carson Wisenhunt of the Giants made his first start in the Arizona Fall League. Reminder, 2022 second rounder out of East Carolina was suspended for, I believe it was a performance-enhancing substance, and so missed the entire 2022 college season. Got his first starting years in a fall league, two innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, five strikeouts. Very efficient, took him 26 pitches to go through eight batters. Uh, I'd say his, his fastball is above average. Speed was probably low 90s, which he's a lefty. I'd love a few more ticks of velocity, but it's playable where it is now. The changeup is somewhere between a 65 and a 70 grade, and it looks like it too when you when you watch it. Low 80s, a ton of like late vertical break. This thing coming out of his hand looks exactly like the fastball until the last the last 20 feet. And then it just dive bombs to the ground. It is fantastic. He got 10 swings and misses on just the changeup in the 26 pitches. So it looks a lot better. It looks like it is a quality weapon. And as long as he has that fastball changeup combo, you feel comfortable about his future and working on and working on a third pitch to be a starter. So I'm excited to see what he looks like next year. I imagine he's probably going to be I'd say probably a high A to double A guy, but you're going to probably want to limit his innings later in the season. You may see them skipping starts of his um, or giving him a little bit of time off, assuming he's healthy, because he got so few innings in 2022 because of the suspension. Another guy who missed a bunch of time in 2022 and famously had a whole draft thing in 2021, Kumar Rocker of the Rangers. Uh, had a three-inning stint that I that I was able to catch one hit, no runs, five strikeouts. Uh, through 45 pitches, 30 of those were strikes. Looked a lot cleaner than his first couple games. So his first four games combined 10 and two-thirds innings, eight hits, four runs, nine walks to 13 strikeouts. Has absolutely cleaned a lot of that up and looks more like the Kumar Rocker that we saw in college. Slider, power, depth to it, very sharp. Uh, a lot of, you know... Good horizontal break to it. Uh, he got two strikeouts on it. I'd give it a 70 grade. Fastball, 60 grade velocity is very good. You know, again, sits mid, you know, can sits mid mid 90s, can run it up, you know, 97, 98. 
Uh, got two strikeouts on that. The curveball is a big vertical break, or a lot of induced vertical break on that. So he gets differentiation between the slider and the curveball. I'd give it a 60 grade as well. The changeup is only about a 50 grade, but it works really well because you've been so concerned about the slider and the fastball, and the changeup looks pretty similar to those out of the hand, and then goes the other way than the slider does. So got a strikeout off of that as well. Looked very good. I'm very excited for Rangers fans for getting a healthy and effective Kumar Rocker in their minor league system in 2023. And just a minute, I want to go over the first ever AFL home run derby where you can watch it and who's in it right here on Locked on MLB Prospects. And we're back. So we've talked about you can watch Arizona Fall League games online. The home run derby, introducing it for the first time this year, it will be this Saturday. Uh, it'll be at 8.35 Eastern, so 7.35 Central, 6.35 Mountain, 5.35 Pacific. Uh, it'll be live streamed on MLB.com. There is live commentary during the game, so you don't have to try to figure out who's up to the, who's up to the plate. They'll talk about it. They'll tell you. Uh, three rounds. The way it works is round one is two and a half minutes. You get a 30-second timeout if you want it. And then your number from round one carries over into round two where you get a minute and a half. So obviously eight guys, you'll narrow it down to four in round two. The two best combined totals from rounds one and two will meet in round three, minute and a half. Again, you get a 30-second timeout. At the end of that, the winner of round three by itself, the, the solo score for round three, is the first ever AFL Home Run Derby champion. Your eight entrants in the Home Run Derby. Second baseman Edward Julian of the Twins. Talked about him plenty. The Canadian god of walks is hopefully going to hit some bombs. Uh, corner infielder Devison De Los Santos of the Diamondbacks. Talked about him a bit. Haven't discussed him a lot recently, but definitely somebody. I mean, he went single A, high A, double A in 2022. 22 home runs across 126 games. Did that at age 19. Had the most home runs of any sub 20 year old under 20 year old uh, I'd give his raw power about a 65 grade he hasn't really manifested it very well against live pitching in the fall league but I feel confident it's going to show up in the home run derby um outfielder Hessen Kierstad of the Orioles so kind of give you an idea of what his fall league looks like right now 347 383 627 Five home runs, 11 extra base hits, 24 strikeouts. So you don't love that. He kind of, I think he leads the fall league in strikeouts as well. But kind of to be expected from a guy who missed a whole year of the season and is working on regaining the timing, that's why they sent him here to get looks at different pitchers than he got in the regular season to fix the timing. So don't love the strikeouts. Love the home runs because that was one of the things was he lost a year of physical activity when he had the heart muscle inflammation because he couldn't get his heart rate up. So Glad to see that's back. A comp that a scout gave just recently. Again, I don't do comps on this show, but a comp a scout gave I thought was interesting. Kyle Schwerber. You know, you take what you can get on defense, but listen, he's going to absolutely crush some bombs. And I thought it was interesting. Matt Mervis, first baseman for the Cubs. Um, Keith Law probably hates this pick, but uh, it just... Went from a free agent signee in 2020 to hitting 36 home runs. Was third in all of the minors in 2022 in home runs. Uh, he was he entered week four tied for the lead in home runs with Kesson Hirstad 
Heston Kirstad with five. So I just hope the batting practice pitcher that they use for the home run derby isn't a lefty. Because if you if he's a lefty, Matt Mervis may struggle a little bit. Outfielder Andy Pages of the Dodgers, number five prospect uh, for the Dodgers, hit a 26 home runs and 132 AA games this year. And this is the guy that I'm not a comp, but a comparison. Just he reminds me a lot of a guy like a Yasiel Puig, as far as a big outfielder, can tons of power, a little bit of strikeout concerns. And a massive arm in right field that sometimes is a little inaccurate. So, just if you're kind of, if you're curious what kind of player Andy Pages is, think about Yasiel Puig, and it's a good like it paints the picture of the type of game that he has. Uh, first baseman Robert Perez of the Mariners is in this. Not a guy we talked about a lot on this show. 2016 IFA, 27 home runs in 127 games. So that's great. Struck out 142 times. So swing and miss is there, but so is the raw power. Absolutely dangerous right. He had about 92 games in A ball, 35 in high A. So, uh, you know, deep normal age for the level. So he's going to be one of those guys that hits a lot of home runs, strikes out a lot. Uh, dangerous as a right-handed hitter. You've got the swing and miss concerns. Outfielder Highland Ortiz of the Phillies. Uh, right fielder, he has drastically improved the last two years. So 119 games, 237, 319, 415, 17 home runs, 165 strikeouts in 119 games, but that's better compared to where it was. So, you know, doing better. I like the potential there that he has. Uh, it's something where. He's hit 72 home runs since he's been in the minors. And he's had, he had like a streak here in, in, in the Arizona Fall League where he hit three home runs in five games. So 6'3", 215, big guy, swing and miss. He's gotten much better about it, but still has some work to go. And then Steven Scott of the Red Sox. Uh, some people are calling him a catcher. He's not ranked in the top 30, but he was mostly... An infielder and an outfielder in college. I think he went to Vanderbilt. And then he added in catching last year. And so he profiles as a defensive utility guy. Only got 96 games in the regular season. He was a 2019 10th rounder. So didn't play a lot in 2019. Obviously lost 2020. Only got 96 games because of injury in the regular season. But 10 home runs, 29 extra base hits. So uh, he's got... The first 12 games that he played in the Arizona Fall League, four home runs, 31 total bases. So going to be tons of fun. Again, 735 Central, 835 Eastern uh, on Saturday, live streamed on MLB.com with commentary. So go out and watch it. It'll be a great time. We've got a Farm Friday coming up. It's the last one before we've covered every system. I believe this is the White Sox. Reminder, if you have questions for the mailbag, uh, send them in. I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. Show's on Twitter at Locked On Farm. Or you can email us, LockedOnMLBProspects at gmail.com. Until tomorrow's show, enjoy the World Series tonight. And this has been Locked On MLB Prospects.